Well, the Big 12 Conference wins the Big 12 SEC Challenge in dominating fashion. Let's go Big 12. I'm Pete Mundo. HeartlandCollegeSports.com is how you find us covering the Big 12 Conference. Well, now we know why ESPN wanted to cancel this thing, right? They were just sick of the Big 12 looking good, sick of the Big 12 dominating the SEC, and that's exactly what they did on Saturday, winning 7 out of 10 games, including some major upsets that may ultimately have NCAA tournament implications. It is so good to be here with you as we talk about what was an outstanding Saturday of Big 12 basketball. So I just want to hand out some awards based on the basketball that I watched on Saturday afternoon between the Big 12 and the SEC, and then talk about the broader implications of what this means, why this happened. Um, and then also, you know, this is the last ever Big 12 SEC Challenge. This was. Uh, ESPN made that announcement, what, November, December, that this would be it for the Big 12 SEC Challenge. So after 10 years, it has come to an end. Why? What does that mean? I'll get to it all coming up. But let's start off with uh, some awards from Saturday and what we all watched between these two conferences. So as I look at the best team. From Saturday, the best team performance, it's got to go to the Oklahoma Sooners. The Sooners crushed the second-ranked Alabama Crimson Tide 93-69. to Yes, you heard that right. And I know many of you watched it. 93-69. to They dominated this game against the number two team in the country. This is an Oklahoma team that a week ago, I spoke with Matthew Postens about this. We talked about whether or not Oklahoma was actually maybe the worst team in the Big 12. And instead, I mean, you got an incredibly balanced attack in this game. Uh, Sherfield had 30 points. You had Hill with 26. Tanner Groves dumped in 14. Uh, the, the fans stormed the court after the game. I mean, that was fun to watch. It really is an embarrassing how poorly Oklahoma basketball games are attended. And I hope that this is one of those moments that brings the OU fan base back to basketball because I think about this program and the fact that, you know, I think they've got a really good coach, a really underrated and undervalued coach in Porter Mosier. And I realize basketball in Norman is never going to be what football is. I'm not saying it has to be. Can it be half of that? It should be. I mean, you look at some of these crowds for the OU games before Saturday in conference play, it's embarrassing. And I hope that this brings the OU fan base back engaged to basketball. you got a really good coach you want to support, great group of guys, and that upset on Saturday shows what this team is capable of and just how good this Big 12 conference is as well. Uh, that is indisputable based on what we all watched on Saturday. Now, uh, as I look at awards from the Big 12 SEC Challenge, the coach of the day, it's easy to say Porter Mosier, very easy to say that because of OU's blowout. But I'm going to say it's Bob Huggins. I'm going to say that it's Bob Huggins because this was a West Virginia team that had lost a lot of close games, had struggled down the stretch, and it looked like they were about to blow a 17-point lead to 15th-ranked Auburn on their home court. But they hung in there late. They did enough to get the job done. Some key plays down the stretch. Uh, Huggins guys were engaged. So I'm going to give the edge to Bob Huggins because this could have been one of those games when you just once again shake your head for West Virginia. Auburn got red hot in the middle of that second half after trailing 16 at halftime. 
And it was like, here we go again, if you were a Mountaineers fan. Well, finally, you didn't have that feeling when the clock hit zero. If you were a West Virginia fan watching this game on Saturday, they held on for a victory. They beat the 15th-ranked Auburn Tigers. And now you look at this West Virginia team. I understand, you know, they're 2-6 and six in conference play, and there is a lot of room and places to go. But they're playing much better basketball. Uh, they've won three or four games, two top 15 wins over that stretch in TCU and Auburn. And uh, this team can make the NCAA tournament. And Joe Lenardi believes right now they're a tournament team as well which we'll talk about more coming up. So all in all, uh, Bob Huggins getting his team across the finish line down the stretch, big deal. Big, big deal. And uh, player of the day on Saturday. A lot of directions you could go with this. But I'm going to keep it in Morgantown and go with none other than Stevenson. I'm rolling ahead with Eric Stevenson, who dropped 31 points for the Mountaineers in this game. He was outstanding. 31 points, 10 of 17 shooting, 7 of 10 from beyond the arc. You heard that right, 7 of 10 from three-point range for a team that was 9 of 20 from downtown. And this guy was, so he was 7 of 10. Think about this. Eric Stevenson was 7 of 10 from three-point range. The rest of the team was 2 of 10. They don't win this game without Stevenson's performance. That's how good he was. And not only was he good, he was clutch. This team uh, was up one point twice in the last four minutes. I want to say it was around the 330 mark and the 130 mark. They're up something like 67-66 and 71-70. And Stevenson, in both possessions, hits massive three-pointers. He dropped a career high with his 31. He was fantastic. And all in all, uh, for West Virginia, an enormous, potentially season-defining win on the backs of a career day for Eric Stevenson, who not just had that career day, but was incredibly clutched down the stretch as Auburn was trying to make its move and take the lead. And they never did because of Stevenson's two massive three-pointers in the last four minutes of action. So um, incredible stuff all around. And Eric Stevenson gets our player of the day from the Big 12 SEC Challenge. The moments, the moments of the Big 12 SEC Challenge came after the game between Kansas State and Florida. If you have not seen this video, the K-State, of course, beat Florida um, on Saturday. Keontae Johnson was playing his former team. There was a great piece on College Game Day about Keontae Johnson and just what he's gone through since his collapse on the court at Florida and what that's entailed. And, you know, coming to Kansas State and this K-State team, cracking the top five and the whole thing, right? Just a great story. So after the game, K-State rolls Florida convincingly. The handshake line. We wrote about this on the website at heartlandcollegesports.com. The handshake line. Keontae Johnson is doing his buddy-buddy handshakes with some of the Florida players. Clearly showing that these guys have no bad blood, enormous amount of respect for each other, uh, and this is not the kind of stuff you usually would see in sports from a guy that leaves a program and goes somewhere else. It was just awesome to see. To me, that is what college sports is all about. Maybe don't love it as much in pro sports, but that is what college sports is all about right there. These guys were clearly happy for Keontae. They still love him. They still care about him. They're happy that he's having all this success at Kansas State. And it was a lot of fun to watch. 
And I really enjoyed um, everything that came from that moment, which uh, got captured by a couple of folks on Twitter after the game. So that was a really cool scene, a really cool moment. And uh, I was so happy for everybody involved with how that went down. So uh, great, great moment there from Keontae Johnson in the handshake line after the game. Before I continue giving out some of these awards, uh, let me remind you that it is, yes, Championship Sunday. And then it's going to be Super Bowl for a couple of weeks. I'm in Kansas City. I'm a Chiefs fan. And I've got the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And guess what? For these games... All you got to do if you're a new customer is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use our promo code HCS for Heartland College Sports, and get place a $5 bet and get $200 in free bets instantly with DraftKings. You can't beat that. And if you're not a new customer, you can feel the conference championship thrills with stepped-up same-game parlays. Take your shot at an even bigger NFL payout, boost your winnings with each leg, and add up to 100%. I'm on DraftKings. I'm in Kansas. I'm going to Arrowhead today. Can't do it in Missouri. Come on, Missouri. Get on your game. But uh, just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use our code HCS. New customers bet $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook with our code HCS. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. The other awards. The biggest disappointment of the Big 12 SEC Challenge. Iowa State. Oh, Iowa State, what are you doing? You get to take on a former Big 12 foe and you get smoked in Columbia, Missouri by the Tigers. Oh, that one leaves a sour taste in your mouth. Oh, that was gross. Everything about it was gross. Uh, I mean, Mizzou uh, was on fire. They were 47% from three-point range. They shot nearly 50% from the floor. Uh, You know, it was just a bad day all around for the Iowa State Cyclones who are going to drop, obviously, in the rankings as the number 12 team in the country. Now, you know, Missouri is a better team than they have been in quite some time, but still, let's not act like, you know, this Missouri team is top of the Big 12 when it comes to talent. They're not. They're a middle-of-the-pack SEC team. They were 4-4 four and four in league play going into this game. Uh, they lost to Alabama by 20 points a couple of games ago. You know, I mean, they had lost three of five coming into this one. So, I, like, they weren't playing great hoops by any stretch of the imagination. But they made Iowa State look bad. They dominated the Cyclones in this game. And that is not one that I saw coming. I mean, obviously, you had some big upsets. West Virginia, Auburn, Oklahoma, Alabama. But when you let one like that slip away, Iowa State getting crushed by Missouri. That one's painful because, obviously, it's a bad loss for Iowa State, bad loss for the conference. And then you just hate losing to a loser program like Missouri that you know leaves the Big 12 and has really done not much of significance since then. At least, you know, I get it. In football, they won those two SEC East titles early on, but really nothing since then in any of the major sports. So that one stinks for the Iowa State Cyclones. That's the disappointment of the Big 12 SEC Challenge. Um, the off-court moments of the Big 12 SEC Challenge. You see the Ocali newspaper, the student-run newspaper for Oklahoma State? You see what they did? <laughs> you know, they were playing Old Miss. The Cowboys were playing Old Miss in Stillwater. So the student-run newspaper, and this is also written about on the website, handed out newspapers, and it was a big, like, leftovers container. You know, when you go to a fast food or you go to a Chinese restaurant and get a little leftovers box— there was a big picture of a leftovers box with Spencer Sanders in it, 
and instead enjoy our leftovers, referring to Spencer Sanders, the quarterback who is transferring to Ole Miss. That was clever. It was cute. I mean, I, I don't know. I saw some big J journalists around Stillwater being like, we are above this. This is not our, we are, but this is not our style. Come on, have some fun. Seriously, relax. It's college sports, having a little fun. Enjoy our leftovers. Sanders has been there for what? It feels like 10 years. Like, it, it, it's, it's, Spencer Sanders is not going to cry over that, not going to lose sleep over that. With the way the whole thing went down with Spencer Sanders, there's unfortunately not a lot of love lost there. It's one of the ugly sides, I believe, of the transfer portal and NIL and everything else, but it's the world that we live in right now in college sports. So, uh, all in all, uh, just a funny moment, clever from the Okali, and I will give them the off-the-court moment of the day in the Big 12 SEC Challenge. Funny stuff all around. Now, when it comes to the Big 12 SEC Challenge, it's ending as we noted earlier. The Big 12 went 7-3 and three on Saturday, and after 10 seasons of the Big 12 SEC Challenge, the Big 12 won 55 games, the SEC won 43 games. So 55-43, Big 12 takes the SEC Challenge with it coming to an end. Uh, and, you know, I understand why ESPN wants to end this thing. The Big 12 just dominated it for the most part, so they wanted to see it come to an end. Uh, but on a, on a serious note, you know, the, the wins, especially by OU and West Virginia, those are the kind of wins that can launch them into the NCAA tournament. Uh, Joe Lenardi put out his new bracketology on Sunday, and he's got West Virginia in, um, and then he's got Oklahoma in as well. Now, Oklahoma State is still on the outside looking in, according to Joe Lenardi. He does not have the Oklahoma State Cowboys in at this point in time. And I know Oklahoma State fans are going to say maybe that that's bogus, that's nonsense, but here's the thing. You've got incredible opportunities moving forward to get yourself off of that bubble. Like It's, it's like, I get it. Um, I could make the case for the Cowboys, and I don't, I don't think it's a hard case to make. But, man, I, I, I understand the frustration. But just know this, Oklahoma State. You take care of business over these next 10 conference games. You guys are going to be dancing. You're going to be dancing. You're going to be in the NCAA tournament, and life's going to be good. But the Big 12 solidified itself as the clear, obvious, number one conference in America with some of those upsets. I mean, you talk about two teams in Oklahoma and West Virginia – that had a combined two wins in conference play. Excuse me, four wins in conference play. And look at what they did to two top 15 teams out of the SEC. I, they, they were in a great position against those teams and obviously ended up winning those games. So the games that the Big 12 won, it's not just that the Big 12 won 7-3, and three, but the games that they won were enormous as well. So uh, Lenardi now has West Virginia as one of the last four teams with a bye, meaning they don't have to play a playing game, whereas Oklahoma is one of the last four in uh, that would potentially or would have to play a playing game. Meantime, Oklahoma State is not in the first four out. They are in the next four out. So right now the only two Big 12 teams on the outside looking in would be uh, Texas Tech and Oklahoma State. So that's where things are trending right now. That's where things are uh, at right now. And 
We'll be watching closely. And you got conference play starting up again on Monday. I mean, this this league is just awesome. Like, think about what this week is going to look like on the Big 12 basketball scene. You've got Baylor, Texas Monday, Iowa State, Texas Tech as well. Those games are both at 8 o'clock, and neither of them are on ESPN+, Plus. thank goodness. You know, Texas Tech with an opportunity to try to get itself going after beating LSU on Saturday. And then you fast forward ahead to Tuesday. And you hate this, speaking of ESPN+, Plus, but you got the Sunflower Showdown on ESPN+. Plus. That's ridiculous. Um and then you got TCU West Virginia. I mean, you know, TCU, where's Mike Miles? He's got to get the MRI today. We'll see what his status is for the Horn Frogs after they lost to Mississippi State. Um, can West Virginia keep its mojo moving ahead uh, with winning three or four games? The big win on Saturday against Auburn. And then K-State goes to Allen Fieldhouse. You know that place is going to be absolutely lit on Tuesday night after they lost to Manhattan a couple of weeks ago. So there is just, I mean, it is just an awesome time right now to be a Big 12 basketball fan, watching this conference over the next five weeks, rolling in the Kansas City, of course, where I'm at for the Big 12 tournament. I can't wait. I just cannot wait to watch this league unfold over the next uh, five weeks or so. And then, you know, you got Bedlam on Wednesday. What more can you ask for, right? And that's that's a big game because suddenly Oklahoma State's on the outside looking in saying, first off, we're 3-5 and five in Big 12 play. Oklahoma's 2-6. and lenardi has got us out. They got OU in. Now, OU beat Bama. I understand it. But still, they got OU in. They got us out. Uh, it's in Norman. Can the OU fan base draw energy off of Saturday? What do they bring to that uh, arena on Wednesday night? There's just so many storylines at play here, and it is going to be awesome. So thank you guys for joining us on the show. Hey, by the way, you want a free Heartland College Sports koozie? Rate, review, subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. Send me a screenshot to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com, and we'll get you all taken care of and all hooked up. And don't forget about our sponsors at DraftKings, NFL Championship Weekend. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use our promo code HCS, and um, you'll get $200 in free bets when you place that first $5 bet. Can't beat it, guys. Thank you for supporting us supporting our sponsors, and subscribe on YouTube as well if that's where you're joining us. We'll talk to you guys soon. Take care.